0: Hi hey guys, welcome back to the Lilu Real Podcast. I am your host Cheech and I'm Chong. Bruh. I can't take this seriously. I can barely move my mouth because my mustache is so big I, and it's all in my fucking mouth, bro. I know. Like, I, feel like, in. I feel like I have a
1: fucking pet on my face. <laughs> I feel like I have a pet on my oh. face. I have so much hair everywhere, and I'm not used.
0: To <laughs> I'm not used to this. <laughs> I feel like I got to pet my mustache, bro. What is going on my just, nose we're too? Chief and and we're tongue. And, and, we're, tongue. and <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna rock. What? I <laughs> didn't uh, um,
1: I'm mean, have a few songs. Um, sorry, guys.
0: <sighs> if well, you guys... <laughs> I know, me trying to fix my beard. If y'all see me coughing up a hairball, y'all know why, bro. <laughs> How do guys do this? No, How know. do guys just have facial hair and then not be
1: tripping when it's all up in their mouth? Does it go in their mouth? I because right now, it's all up in there. <laughs> like,
0: I'm... gonna in my nose. It's in my mouth. <laughs> like, bro. I can't breathe.
1: Spotify and Apple Podcast listeners, head over to fucking YouTube and check us out. <laughs> we look
0: ridiculous, ridiculous, Ridicu- I think
1: this has to be our most ridiculous look.
0: <laughs> yes, <laughs> it just keeps on getting worse, bro. Dude,
1: dude I swear. we look like Dios, <laughs> like
0: <laughs> those drunk Dios. <deals. laughs> we look like. They <laughs> look like Theo. Like, this is ridiculous. Oh, um, we should have brought a beer. A <laughs> we should
1: have uh, we should have had a smoke sesh. A smoke sesh. Have it all um foggy up in here.
0: It goes with the with our thing Yeah. <laughs> oh God.
1: Uh, sorry guys, I can't give you um a song because I don't, I'm not going to lie. I don't know them. I was trying to
0: listen <laughs> to <this> beforehand. <laughs> Sorry, it's my mustache gets hit in my fucking mouth. You <coughs> oh, stop making me laugh. I can't really move. <laughs> I can't take it seriously. don't look at me. I can't take it I can't take it seriously.
1: <laughs> um, I just wanna start by um for all of you who follow us on Instagram, um, thank you for everybody who voted for yes. our next costume. This is not the one that we had like settled on. <laughs> it's for no, the wo- it's, it's, it's for, for the, the- one next. Yeah, for next week because so not- we 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 couldn't really decide on what to do. So we're like, ah, oh, let's leave it up to our friends. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, go follow us at La Lucha Israel Podcast because mm-hmm. um, we interact with all of our friends on there a lot. And we left it up to all of you guys to like vote on what our next costume is going to be. Um, we had four options. It was Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, Mario and Luigi, Thing 1 and Thing 2, and then we had like, an other option where people could submit their own idea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we actually had two submissions of the same costume and we actually really liked it mm-hmm.
0: we really liked we the really idea liked so it. we
1: were like fuck it let's just do that one like mermaid man and barnacle boy one uh we might do that one in the future but um
0: as of right now it's gonna be something extra special
1: extra special and i think uh, i think all of our friends are gonna enjoy i think they're gonna appreciate yeah, it yeah
0: they're gonna appreciate i it. think
1: they're gonna appreciate it so i can't wait for you guys to see our next costume I'm really excited about it, but where was I heading with this? What was
0: I prefacing? I don't even remember. I don't know, but did you see how fucking good our uh, First Friday episode did this? Oh my god. (laughs) Stop laughing at me. (laughs) Stop (laughs) looking at your mustache. (laughs) Did you see? (laughs) Oh my god, guys. I do want to say thank you
1: for all of the great feedback yeah, guys, on our first Friday episode. It was a and hit. El Freeman is real was a hit. And I'm like so happy. <laughs> <laughs> <What the hell? laughs> uh,
0: it was uh, a hit, It was a hit. <laughs> Big props to Angel again because she did it amazing. Um, I'm really happy
1: because I worked so hard on it. And to just to know that, like, it, it was a hit. Like, pe- a lot of people liked it. Yeah. We got so much feedback on it. I loved it. it. Like, a lot of people were like, they loved it. Yes. And I'm, I, I'm so happy because I like true crime, not because of the sad stories. But I think I especially liked telling this particular story because it's like... it's kind of like a responsibility like I think I said this in the last episode yeah you mentioned that it's kind of like a responsibility of like sharing someone's story you know and and and, and, like
0: because it's someone's life
1: you know and it's just like also kind of not so much focusing on like who the fucking person that did this horrendous crime was but more so like giving like shedding light onto who the person what do I have hella hair
0: no, the, your hair sticking to your mic um
1: um shedding light on to who to who angelica ramirez was yeah. right like like just keeping her in our memory like she was a real person she was a real girl who lived and was on this earth and just like just keeping her alive yeah, you know memory. it just sucks that like oh my god we don't know much about her because she was a little girl, so we can't really. S- I couldn't. I couldn't really tell you who she was as a person, but she was a person nonetheless. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, and we're still keeping her alive. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of fun doing that, and I actually do want to share. One of our, um, one of our friends reached out, and they they actually had a story to tell because they heard they heard the episode, and they um kind of had a little story to share and I kind of share, I want to share it with you guys. I did ask for their permission to share this. I'm not going to be sharing the name of who shared this, but I will share what they said because they gave me, they gave us permission to share what they said. So this is what our friend said. Hi girls, I just finished listening to the Friday episode and I uh, I don't know what she meant right there. I came face to, f- um, she said. I came face to face with a killer. I was young, maybe in fifth or sixth grade. We had a paletero man that started selling on my street. I would literally buy a paleta from him every time he walked by. And when I look back as an adult, the man was very flirty, but I didn't know. Just thought that he was friendly. One day, me and my family were at the lake, and we see helicopters flying around the Ortegas. I live in Wildermar Lake. Elsinore Elsinor in the Riverside County. I remember going home and we were watching the news and there on the screen was the paletero man for murdering a little girl and dumping her body in the Ortega Highway. I told my mom Ma is el que vendia paletas and his mom worked at my elementary school. She was the secretary. Damn. And she said, I listen to true crime podcast. It occasionally pops up in my head. And when I was listening to your episode, I hello, it hello popped up in my head. And I'm so saddened by the little girl that got murdered by that man. And in the back of my mind, I always think that it could have been me. Literally. Like, and it, and I had to share this with you guys because I'm like, dude, when I read this, it gave me straight chills because I was like, it literally like that could have been any one of us. Like it literally could have been any one of us. And it's just like. Sometimes I even think about, like, how many people am I walking by who are fucking pedophiles, who are doing all these, like, crazy shit, and you think that they're just a friendly neighbor, you think they're the friendly paletero,
0: like... And they're fucking monsters. And they're
1: monsters. Yeah, like, to be no. to be doing this kind of thing, so... I, I don't know. Just it's,
0: imagine, like, this girl literally was already being targeted, basically, by what she told you, like, the way that he was speaking to her and everything mm-hmm. like that, and to think, like... That she was maybe up next or something. Yeah, like, that. like that's fucking crazy.
1: I actually looked into the case that of the girl, and it's so sad to me. It was it was a little five year old girl. Dude.
0: I know. Mm.
1: It was a little five year old oh. girl, and it was so sad to me. What it was so sad to me reading what he did to her. He literally snatched her off the front of the front yard. It was an apartment complex, and she was outside in the front playing with her friend and the the guy rolls up and he's like he he apparently had passed by already but then turned around when he saw them because the other the witness the only eyewitness to this whole thing was another little six-year-old girl and she had seen that the car like wrapped around he got off the car and he was like have you guys seen a puppy around here and that's how he like
0: oh my
1: god he was like oh i'm i lost my puppy or whatever again la agarró y se la echó en el carro and and the girl just started screaming. Call my grandma! Call my grandma! And the l- other little girl ran to go get the grandma. But it's just like, could you imagine? Oh my god! I just it gives me chills to even think about like, that yeah. and what he did to her. And not even 24 hours later, they find her body
0: <laughs> like
1: a sinomas, like just g- disposed of, like she's nothing. You know, like that just breaks my heart. And it then
0: turns my stomach, bro. Like how people <laughs> could be. This disgusting this horrible
1: mm-hmm.
0: to like a little uh, like a child mm-hmm. like, and it was actually have... act-
1: after this incident um this was back in 2002 um after this incident that's when california in- instituted the amber alert because the amber alert had already started since 1996 yeah. but um, not every state was like had it instituted and because of this little girl it's what instituted Amber Alert yeah. in California and since then it's helped so many people. Damn. hmm Damn. It breaks That's my heart why? and honestly for our friend who sent me the story like...
0: So, I, like you're so lucky. You're
1: you know? so lucky and it's so sad. Like I'm glad you're still yeah. out here with us, you know? And... I don't know. It... it, it Like I honestly... It, it could have been any one of us, you know? Yeah. Like... it. I don't know. It breaks my heart. Dude, your got this flying
0: everywhere. I know, I know. <coughs> I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it could have been any one of us. Yeah. Especially like, well, I told you, I, I talked to you about my story about, well, but going back to Angelica's case, right? Mm-hmm. Um, It will happen at a swap meet, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, I had the same shit kind of happen. Not exactly like that, mm-hmm. but I did get lost at a swap meet, bro.
1: Did this story kind of trigger you?
0: Yeah, it triggered me, like, a bit because it's, like, shit. Like, I didn't really think about, like, everything that could have happened because I got lost. And then, like, to know that that happened to her. Mm -hmm. And she didn't even get lost. Like, she just... She was going to the bathroom. Yeah, she was just going to the bathroom. Me, I just got completely lost. And, um, yeah, it, it, it was a little triggering, you know? But at the end of the day, like, me agradezco mucho at the fact that with the people that I encountered when I got lost in the big-ass Swami. Mm -hmm. I actually got lost in the Paramount Swami for any of my South L.A. people. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) It's a really big Swami, and um, it was like waves of people. And I got lost in between the fucking waves of people. I'm so lucky that I encountered really nice people and that Mm -hmm. had good hearts, honestly, um, and didn't decide to do something else. Because I could have easily been snatched Mm -hmm. and... Nobody would have noticed because there's so much people, literally. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was it was fucking scary. But and it was like I said, that story was triggering. But nonetheless, like it made me feel very grateful of the fact that things could have happened, but they didn't. You know? Yeah. And I'm so happy to be in the place where I'm at.
1: Oh yeah, uh, honestly, that it sucks. For it's like, scary. It's scary because like as a little kid, like so you don't really think about. I don't, no. honestly like you don't really think about that kind you of don't shit think about it. And, like, what could have happened, like, now I think looking back as an adult, you realize, like, the shit that could have happened. And yeah. then you're like, damn, I was so fucking lucky. And, like, thank God for, like, the kind people who, like, helped you, you know. And exactly. it didn't end up being, like, someone else. Yeah. Like, in the case of uh, Angelica, you know. who yeah. it to-
0: That went totally the whole other fucking way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so sad, but, I mean... It's just heartbreaking, honestly. Oh yeah, it's you heartbreaking. Know, it is, and the story the, is I think hard. The,
1: the story. I think that triggered me, and I think part of the reason why I didn't even want to look into it is because when I first kind of glanced at it, the story about the
0: that uh, I told you about the ¿cómo girl se in se Texas? Llama La <sighs> dude, going and on. I
1: hate to like not say her name. Wait, wait, wait. We gotta say her name. Uh, give me a second,
0: but keep going. Um.
1: Girl. This, so, this actually happened, I think, like, a month, a month, no, two months? It yeah, happened... It happened a couple months ago. It happened a few months ago, and I didn't look too much into the story, because as soon as I kind of, like, heard, like, what the story, like, what happened to this little girl, it, like, instantly triggered me to what happened, kind of not what happened, but could have happened, but didn't happen to me when I was a kid, um,
0: so... Did you find her name? Oh linked Maria Gonzalez. Maria
1: Gonzalez.
0: So her name is Maria Gonzalez. Wait, 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 wait. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. Because it's like telling you. We keep on, we keep on. So the story
1: is about a little girl who I believe she was a refugee here, right? Um, she just came to this country, she just came to the United States, and she was... Yeah, Maria Gonzalez. Maria Gonzalez. She was, she, had, she was a refugee, right? And she just came to this country, and she was living with her dad. Her dad was out working, and she was home alone.
0: And then... Yeah, she was home alone, and uh, unfortunately, somebody came knocking at the door knowing that she was home alone. Mm-hmm. She called her dad, right? Mm-hmm. Saying, like, somebody keeps knocking at the door, and of course, the dad was like, Ob- "Obviamente no abrás." you get me, like, just stay there. Don't, don't open it. The- mm-hmm. For some reason, you know. And I think it's because maybe like he, you know how like fucking people like that are. They kind of build a relationship beforehand. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, like I some like the door was open or something happened. But because I don't think they mentioned the obstruct like the door knocking down or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. the door was open, mm-hmm. and um, yeah.
1: Sabra Dios. Sabra Dios como se metió. Yeah, like, sabra
0: Dios. Like... I, como I se metió. Now. But this man ended up coming in and... and the he, dad... Was it not... Was it the dad that found her body under the bed? Because he kept on calling after she... she because obviously se quedó con la tentación. Yeah. That somebody kept on knocking. Y, um he kept on calling y ya no le contestaba. Mm-hmm. And that's when he fucking left work to see. And he finds his daughter dead under the bed. <sighs> see.
1: And it and then come to find out what was it that like it actually ended up being one of the neighbors like he it was like an eighteen year old kid yeah. that was like one of the neighbors or something and it's algo así okay like don't 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 quote me don't quote us on it uh, it was something like that like I said I didn't read too much into it because it it like triggered me yeah. because when I was a kid and I told you this story but. I haven't told our friends our, this story about me but when I was 11 years old so it was about the same age yeah. too cuz she was 11 right when 11. I was, when I was 11 years old as um my mom worked two jobs and she was she was out most of the you know working most of the time. So my sister at this time was 16 and she had just started working. So my sister didn't get off work till like midnight. So between like after school to like midnight, I was home alone. I was home alone most of the time. And my mom trusted me to be home alone because I was a very responsible kid ever honestly I grew up pretty fast I was a responsible kid like yo nomas me cocinaba my food made sure to clean up after myself and kept myself busy in my room until they got home and um Honestly, I don't blame her for leaving me home alone either. Like, again, she was a single mom working two jobs, and it's child. If for anybody who doesn't have kids, child yeah, care is expensive, child care is and expensive. I, I'm pretty sure ask any parent, and they will tell you
0: that child care is expensive. But I feel like it's very common, in like especially like immigrant households, like oh talking from my experience to Mm -hmm. leave like their kids at home once they're a certain age that they can like kind of like cook for themselves. Because obviously, to make ends meet. And it's like, I I hate because, sorry, I'm just interrupting a little bit about that story because I hate how on one of the posts about that story about, yeah, yeah, yeah. About Maria. um A lot of people were attacking the father saying, Oh, it's on his head. It's on, it's on his conscience for leaving her alone. And I'm like, you the privilege you have fuck my my mustache is flying everywhere the privilege that those people have to have a parent at home and i'm speaking from experience cuz i have that privilege you get know I me mean? mm-hmm. not all people have that privilege to have a parent that stays at home or ha- is under childcare or whatever um like not you have to acknowledge that obviously you said they were trying to make ends meet and shit like that and it required the dad to go to work and required the daughter to stay at home. But a lot of people fucking do that because, como tú dijiste, chocolate is expensive and not everybody has the mm-hmm. privilege to have a parent at home.
1: Exactly. It Honestly, that sucks. is so sad to me that oh, they were bashing on that. Yeah, him. that somebody would even attack this man for leaving his daughter home alone and, like, how could you leave your daughter home alone? Blah, 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 blah. Honestly, I completely understand why they would. Yeah. It's like. It like you said, not everybody has the privilege of having a parent stay at home with them. Not everybody has a like not not a lot of people can afford childcare. And it's not like my mom planned for this, okay? Like my mom and my dad were still together and eventually broke up and my dad was not in my life as often, so it was kind of like I was there, I had to be on my like it it just no le quedaba otra. Yeah. Like it was already hard enough for my mom living paycheck to paycheck to make ends meet for all the bills. It's like she just couldn't afford childcare. So like I had to stay home alone and I'm sure like it was the same for her dad. Like it, it's exactly. and it's normal. Like that it happens a lot and I I just it bothers it like it really bothered me to hear that, that people were attacking this man for doing that. Like don't you think he already feels guilty as it exactly. is? Exactly. Because I know that if something would have happened to me, that my mom it would have drove her crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like, it would have He already
0: like, yeah, like he the the man already feel feels fucking Bad as shit, mm-hmm. and then these people saying it's just adding to the fucking problem, and it's like I feel like you have to recognize, and this is where self awareness comes in, and everything like that. You know that it it if you have the privilege of fucking like having childcare or parent at home or whatever, like why are you bashing on other people that don't? You know mm-hmm. they're just making it happen. They're trying to like make shit happen. Mm-hmm.
1: They're doing the best with what yeah. they can
0: no todos pueden no. Es, hay que reconocer mm-hmm. so like
1: that that was another that was like upsetting to me that to hear that people were even doing that because i i know that firsthand that like I had to be home alone. I was 11 years old, and I had to be home alone. Mm -hmm. I had to be home alone for a lot of time, actually. Like, it wasn't just when I was 11, even when I was younger, too. Um, But my mom was working two jobs. My sister was already working. I had to be home alone. And on this particular night, I don't even remember the day. I feel like a part of me tried to block this out because that was one of the days where I literally thought I was going to die. Like, it was so traumatic and even though i feel like growing up i tried to block it like now looking back it it just kind of like it's a little triggering you know like to think about it because i was so fucking scared like i like i that night i remember i was in my room watching a movie and me dio hambre and it was already kind of late at night i I think it was like eight o'clock nine o'clock around that time it was dark outside and i i went to the kitchen and i opened up the fridge because i was hungry and then out of nowhere i like we had the, sl- the glass lighting doors mm-hmm. um kind of like off to the kitchen a little bit and i started hearing chairs that we had those like you know like the those metal chairs that people have outside where you like with the metal table and mm-hmm. stuff uh we had those metal chairs outside in my backyard And then I'm like, like, mind you, I'm home alone. So it's like very quiet in my house, except you could kind of hear my TV a little bit. But I'm in the kitchen looking in the fridge. And then I start hearing the metal chairs kind of like scratching on the concrete. And I was like, and it instantly was like, what the fuck? So I remember looking like at the glass door thinking like, why is my why is my chair like it's a heavy chair, mind you? Like it's a you. The wind is not gonna just move the fucking chair. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "What the hell?" And then make it like I kind of froze. I got kind of scared because I was like, "What the hell?" And then I heard it again. It started screeching on the concrete. the The chair was being moved or the table, no sé. And then I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I like I'm like trying to like look at the glass door. And then, and then I start hearing the tugging on the glass door. Somebody was trying to open up the glass door. And then at that point, I really froze because I was like, I got scared because this particular house that I lived in, if you tugged hard enough on that door, the lock would unlatch. Yeah. And um, it was actually a very unsafe. We had a little palo, but the palo was like short so you yeah. could still get it open. And so... I I just remember looking and then I hear the tugging like somebody was tugging on the glass door and I immediately like I froze for a little bit. And then I and then I ran. I ran to my bathroom because unfortunately, the bathroom was the only door that had a working lock on it. Yeah, like every door in our fucking house. Well, like to the rooms and stuff like my mom's door didn't close all the way. My sister's door didn't even have a lock on it. I didn't even have a door. And then we had my bathroom door. And that's the only one that's the only door with a working lock on it. So I ran to the bathroom. I had my I got my I was like he- cell phone in hand. I ran to the bathroom and then I I. I didn't even bother turning on the lights to the bathroom just in case someone broke in. I didn't want them to know I was in the bathroom. I locked it. And then, you know that little space between the the sink and the toilet? How it's kind of like sometimes when they're like right next to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally crawled up into a little ball, at the right there. Like I crawled up into this ball and I'm like crying and panicking because I don't know what to do. Like at this point I'm thinking like, someone's gonna get into my house and I don't know what they're gonna do to me. You want to know the first thing that I thought, you know, like, who I'm going to call? It wasn't even police. It was, let me call my mom. Because in the back of my head was, like, I don't want to call police. And then they call CPS on my mom Mm -hmm. for leaving me home alone. And it's crazy because, like, now as an adult, I've shared this story with friends or coworkers. And they're, like, why didn't you call police? And then I'm, like, "Um, because I didn't want them to call CPS on my mom. Because... I don't know like in the back of my head my my whole thing was like I'm going to protect my mom even though I should have called police but I didn't want I didn't want to create a situation where my mom was going to get in trouble because that was literally my first thing was I don't want my mom to get in trouble for leaving me home alone and I was just crying so I called my mom she didn't answer I called her again she didn't answer and at this point I didn't know what to do so I called my best friend at the time and she finally she picks up and then I'm like Hey, like someone's trying to break into my house. And she's like, Angel, stop playing. For some reason, she thought I was kidding. And I'm like, I'm not playing. Like someone's trying to break into my house. And she's like, Angel, stop it. You're not funny. And I'm like, Listen to me. Someone is trying to break into my fucking house and I need your help. And then she's like, Oh my God. And she, Started panicking. She kept me on the line and she started screaming at her parents. And then I was actually, this was my best friend at the time, and I knew her family. I knew her parents. I've been over there a lot of times. So her parents, like they all, like, no, like, sin nada, no más. They jumped in the car and thank God they lived around the corner. And they rushed over there. And then she's like, she stayed on the phone with me the whole time and I'm just crying and panicking in the bathroom. And they they're like all right angel like we're outside like can you run to the front door so i was my heart was pounding i have i'm full of adrenaline and i was like all right opened up the door to the bathroom and like i've never like ran that fast i ran to the front door unlocked it and right away her dad comes in he he fucking walks in with the fucking big ass i don't even know what it was i was like a fucking machete or something i don't know he walked in with something and he walked in and then he walked straight to the backyard honestly even though shit ended up not well with this particular friend like we kind of ended up on bad terms shout out to her to her dad for just jumping into fucking action and going straight to the backyard like he didn't know what was waiting for him outside he but he went out there you know and he went straight to the backyard he checked the whole yard. There was nobody back there, and then my friend was hugging me. And if there's one thing that I appreciate about like this particular friend is that she fucking pulled up when I needed her yeah. to, you know. And I remember that day I was just crying because, like, I didn't know what was gonna happen. And right now, like, I I'm getting a little emotional because like it could have totally gone sideways, like Maria Gonzalez, and it could have ended up terrible. I just remember getting into my friend's van and then my mom finally calls back and I I kind of tell her that somebody tried to break in and then my mom starts panicking and she starts freaking out. And then, um, my friend's mom was like, give me the phone. And then she starts t- trying to calm down my mom. Cause I can honestly, as a kid, I didn't really know. I don't, I don't know. I didn't know much, you know, but, Now, as an adult, looking back, I can only imagine what was going through my mom's head. Like, could you imagine, like, your kids telling you that, like, someone's trying to break into the house? I called her twice, and I I know my mom felt really fucking guilty about that. Like, she felt guilty because I know after that, she answered every fucking phone call I ever made. Nunca me, like... I know she didn't intentionally try to ignore me but you know when you get in the you get in the like like motion of like I'm at work like I don't want to get in trouble like c- mm. I can't afford getting fired for being on my phone so like I I I understand the mentality of like I didn't w- she didn't want to pick up my phone call but after that my mom valió madre and she would pick up every single phone call after that but I know she felt guilty like she she wanted to call off my Maria um this friend's mom was just like you like don't worry about it like you stay at work cuz she knew my mom's situation and she let me stay at their house and after that I whenever my sister was working we I ended up staying at this friend's house because obviously like i i kind of was a little traumatized yeah who would not um i was a little traumatized but i'm i'm in the sitting in the car and as we're sitting in the car about to head back to their house um we noticed the helicopter was with the con la luz with yeah. the light like looking. looking in the neighborhood they were obviously looking for somebody in the neighborhood and um the streets were blocked were kind of like blocked off by cops cuz they were looking for somebody and I just remember that night. I, I don't think I slept because I was I was pretty shaken up. Yeah. And but anyways, the story of Maria Gonzalez kind of kind of triggered that a little bit because I I I think back as an adult and I'm like that could have totally gone sideways.
0: And gone some, yeah. Could have gone so bad. But it didn't. You know?
1: <clears throat> yeah, thank God I'm still here and it didn't you know end up more you know know um it didn't end up being something else, but it it really breaks my heart that people are giving this guy shit because he had to leave his daughter home alone and it breaks my heart because being a kid of a parent who had to work so much and you know she wasn't she couldn't be there to take care of me all the time like I can only imagine how guilty he already feels, you know? And I I think that breaks my heart because he probably already feels responsible. Just like how my mom didn't pick up my phone calls. Like, if something would have happened, do you know how much my mom would have blamed herself?
0: Yeah. The guilt. The Mm -hmm. guilt will eat up people, you know? And then other people, like, just fucking making it worse, you know? Mm -hmm. No sé. No sé. Hay que reconocer. Hay que. To think outside of just us, you know? Mm-hmm. For example, like... Obviously, I, I, I couldn't relate too much. Because I've always had my mom with me, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, my mom has always... Since I remember, been a stay-at-home mama. I mean, there was a period where she wasn't. But I was under childcare. You get me? Mm-hmm. So, I I don't relate. But, también, I I am aware enough that I had the privilege mm-hmm. of having that childcare and having my mom stay at home. But I And I recognize that. But I also... But I'm not gonna bash on this father because I also recognize that it's a fucking privilege to have that, you know. Mm-hmm. Give <sighs> me
1: Yeah, it's 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 tough out there, you know, and
0: um. I, I, we're shout lucky to, every day we live, girl. Yeah,
1: it. We're lucky, you know. We're all here, and it. My heart goes out to all the yeah. people who,
0: you know, it breaks my heart how people mm-hmm. can die in such horrific ways, mm-hmm. but.
1: Yeah. yeah. So, my heart goes out to Angelica Ramirez, mm-hmm. Maria, Maria Gonzalez,
0: Gonzalez, and so many other girls that. And.
1: Um. What's her name? Elizabeth. Her name is um. Let me say her name. I don't wanna leave her. Uh, it was name. like
0: the other girl you mentioned
1: right? that girl, was tied in with the Angelica. The girl that um that. They like did the Amber Alert or whatever because of her. Oh yeah. It was Samantha Runyon. Oh. So, yeah, my heart goes out to all of them and their families because it it's a lot. It's it's just like and especially because they're so young and they had a full life ahead of them, you know.
0: And they just came across the wrong fucking people, bro. Mm-hmm. The wrong. It's just mm-hmm. a fucking chat. It's like look like Mm -hmm. you get me like
1: wrong place wrong time and fucking terrible people evil people cruel
0: monsters Mm -hmm. demons
1: um all right guys we are gonna take a brief break and we'll be right back
0: and we are back damn that was a heavy ass topic i know and not but to it's like these kids. I know
1: not to continue like that the heaviness, topic. but I do want to bring up a little bit about the what's
0: going on in Israel and Palestine. Oh yeah. Uh, it's horrible. I feel like oh my god, está muriendo guys, like like there is people fucking dying and suffering and losing their loved ones and and it's fucking horrible. It's someone
1: someone initiated this and yeah. then of course the other person the other people are gonna fight back and and it's just gonna go back and forth but like you said at the end of the day like innocent people are dying yeah. and my, my heart goes out to them they're over here paying the price and it's just so sad I saw like videos of these little oh kids god. who are just being carried and uh, it just I saw the videos and I was like oh my god it's breaking my heart so like it compassion. is so sad and then I think they're saying that this is the closest we like closest we've gotten to in a long time for a world war three because basically like
0: well all the countries are trying to fucking pick sides yeah all the countries are
1: trying to pick sides and obviously like u.s i think has always stood with israel and i think um iran has stood with palestine and russia backs iran Mm -hmm. and i I bet I, i think russia has said something like oh to the u.s like if you guys get involved we're getting involved. I like,
0: Lugga, Lugga. Yeah. <laughs> like I feel Already. like I
1: feel like Russia's been waiting for this. They're just
0: trying to somebody started Yeah. <laughs>
1: like so I I honestly they're saying that this is the closest to a World War Three we've gotten in like a while. And it's kinda of scary to think that because if it does, it's like people no can not are gonna really be yeah. affected
0: by this. Yeah. Exactly. It is so sad to me. It, it's bien triste. Um, did you hear? I don't know if you heard, but um, Manuel Obrador, el presidente de México, um, once this whole thing started, because there was a total, I think about 300 uh, Mexicans I yeah, obviously visiting for either vacation, mm-hmm. religious reasons, stuff like that, you know, he sent out two planes immediately to go pick up the, his citizens. And I thought that was, Shout out people. to him because
1: yeah. he, he was said. like, let me go get my people.
0: Yeah, let me get them out right now. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. And I know there was like two people of the, the Mexican citizens that were missing and he's working with the trying to fucking find them.
1: That's so sad. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that gave me
0: chills. Yeah. Woo. Heart and comes- there was, like, comments on this post, like, because it was a, a post, mm-hmm. um, one of the posts, mm-hmm. and they were, like, over here bashing on him. Like, bro, like, he... Bashing is- on him for what? Because they're like, oh, you you over here saving people, but you can't take care of your country and your streets. I'm like, bro... Sh-
1: can you guys? Come on. Sa- can you guys save <laughs> we, like, that? Like, save that for a different day, okay? Yeah, like, like, right now we're trying to save some lives. Yes,
0: exactly. I'm like, let's take a win. Sa- Come like, on, let's take a fucking win, okay? Like, but it's obviously uh, like it's not our own people. It's like people from other countries, because you know how Latinos bash on other Latinos and mm-hmm. shit like that. Oh, oh, so um, <sighs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know. people.
0: But I just thought like. I
1: Someone cannot try and do one good thing without somebody being like, oh. oh but
0: you didn't do th- this shit, like, back, I don't know. Oh, my God. I can't. So, for me, it's like, you know, props to Manuel Lopez Obrador because yeah. he moved. Like, once that shit started, he literally was like, no, 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 no. I need to send two planes right now to get my people. Get yeah. them all. Shout out to him. Yeah. Dumb. Jesus Christ. Let- my heart goes out to the people, the innocent people that are literally paying the price of yeah.
1: it this. is sad. I honestly like even just seeing some of the videos and like what the people are going through it's kind of like because I think um Israel is fucking bombing the shit out of Gaza and Gaza's yeah. like crumbling right now. Yeah. So my heart goes out to everybody who is, you know, suffering and to all their loved ones. who and
0: let's just stop picking sides, guys. And let's just... Let's just hope that... have compassion. Yes, have compassion. And for and the people that are actually literally paying the fucking price. You know? Mm-hmm. All the people, all the innocent people that are paying the price. Like, it's all about being, like, humane, you know? Yeah. It's not about fucking picking sides. Yeah. So. I agree. Yeah. Fuck. Let, let's lighten
1: up the mood a little bit. Yeah. I feel like that was a very heavy
0: heavy it was uh heavy No. Uh, N- costumes are not heavy at I, know. All. <laughs> I know like I, I feel can't like even take gonna- myself seriously people are gonna be like why are y'all talking about this <laughs> shit looking like that I know the people watching us on YouTube they're like okay I, can- I can't take it <laughs> I, know. I can't take y'all seriously <laughs> for the people listening to us on
1: Apple Podcasts and Spotify you can take us seriously. Yeah. Because you're not looking at us right now. I have a fucking... scratching my mustache right now. I have guys. a pet on my mouth because <laughs> I feel the furring. I think you
0: can see me the whole fucking episode. I'm literally going like this. You're talking about your story and I'm going like this. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just petting. Because I'm like, it goes into my nose. So I have to... <laughs> it's going into my mouth, so I'm kind of like, ooh. Okay. Anyways, let's lighten up the mood. Let's see who, uh, what... A little bit of cheese, man. See what mm-hmm. our friends... Let's see what you have to tell. Yeah, a ver qué nos tienen que contar, okay?
1: Um, okay. I think the last one that we we were talking about is toxic environments. Yeah. Did we talk about the New York?
0: I don't. I don't recall. It's been a while.
1: Oh my God, I don't remember if we talked about this. Is we you briefly like
0: mentioned. <sighs> No,
1: I, I kind of feel like we did talk about this oh, okay. one. Let me see. It says, hey, girls, I'm 24 from New York, and I'm running New into... York. Yeah, New York. Shout out New York. New York. Uh, I'm running into a bit of a dilemma. As a Hispanic female, I've been asked so many times when I'm going to have children. Oh, I
0: think we did. I think we did talk we about this one. That.
1: Okay. Shout out to you again. Yeah, shout out to you again. All right. Did we talk about our friend from Indiana? Indiana? Mm -hmm. Oh, we have listeners
0: in Indiana.
1: Hello there, (laughs) friends. I'm from Indiana, and I love listening to you guys. Oh, shout out Indiana. Y'all make me laugh a lot sometimes. I feel like my coworkers probably think I'm crazy for laughing to myself. The episode about you talking about your relationship with your dad just broke my heart. I'm a single mother of three, and it hurts me to know that they won't ever have their dad there in life
0: i think we talked
1: about i think that. we did Damn <laughs> yeah, guys, sorry, we're guys. Up. sorry guys we're backed up and um <laughs> we've been having a lot kind of going on so I, we don't even know where the fuck we left off <laughs> i think we did talk about that one okay I have a situation that came... This is a different one. I have a situation that came up. One of my close friends, she had a friends with benefit that she no longer sees.
0: Okay. He
1: blocked her on everything. He ended up hitting me up around midnight and asking if he wanted to hang out. Oh. oh. I said, I don't know, maybe. No. He proceeded to unblock her and text her telling her that I want to have sex with him. What? He would do some shady shit.
0: What a bitch move!
1: Yeah. Literally send her the message maybe two minutes after we talk. She comes at me all mad saying why would I want to fuck him if he had her on and off friends with benefits i was going to show her all the messages the next morning but now she thinks i'm being hella suspicious about the situation keep in mind i have only ever met this guy once i would never sleep with that guy because he has nothing but he's nothing but trouble but i need your opinion should i just give her space to think about it or like should i try and talk to her she has a bad temper too i don't know what to do
0: oh fuck I said she screenshot the messages yeah, and send it to I her. Yeah, I said, scre- yeah, send the fucking messages, Yeah, yeah, haga lo que quiera hacer yeah. with,
1: with the information she that wants she to got.
0: She the guy.
1: That's kind of weird because... I guess. Yeah, like, you're her friend, right? Yeah. Like,
0: exactly.
1: I don't know. Send
0: the screenshots and let it let it be. Yeah, let her Leg- decide
1: what she wants mm-hmm. to do, you know? There's only so much
0: you have. Like a little rat tail. Because your hair, your real hair, is poking out. Oh
1: shit! Can you guys see my real hair? No, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> my hair was honestly. This wig was too small for for my hair. It like to tuck. I couldn't tuck in my hair. I have too much hair. <sighs> um, but I say you screenshot screenshot the text messages so she can see on her mm-hmm. end what what really went down and I, I guess let's just like let her decide what she want to do yeah.
0: let her decide but you did your she part decide, yeah you know
1: like you did your part and, and that's I- hard evi- evidence evidence uh, yeah know? so fuck it
0: yeah look
1: at you okay here's another one hey ladies love to listen to you every monday oh. so i have a story i am married to an amazing man I'm a stay-at-home mom with two kids. Sometimes I do feel caught up in life, being a mom, a housewife, and everything but myself. Ooh. There are times when depression gets to me, and I try to find ways to make myself feel good. So a few years back, I saw my high school fling at a restaurant. I acted like I did not see him. My heart beat super fast, and I, and I tried for my husband, for my husband to notice. We have always followed each other on social media, but never had communication. Mm -hmm. We never hooked up, but there was always that attraction between us. It was just a relationship that never went anywhere. I always wonder how things would have been had we pursued the relationship. He is literally the man of my dreams because any time I have a sexual dream, it is with him. A few days after I saw him at the restaurant, he slides into my DMs. We start bringing up old times, and now he is always in my dream. Girl, you told him? Oh, Oh, you should have not shared that tidbit.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Then he tells me he can make my dreams come true. I refuse his proposal to have an affair because I can't do this to my husband or kids. I'm not this type of person, but it was tempting because... I was getting the attention I wanted. I didn't feel like a lonely housewife during our convos. My conscience did not let me and I blocked him. Months later, I unblock him and he keeps insisting on an affair. I refuse again and he tells me he knows I have it good with my husband understands why I won't do it. He says he doesn't want to ruin my family and blocks me. It's been over a year and I have not heard from him on social media. Still blocked, but I kind of do miss seeing his pictures. Sometimes I wonder what if I did have an affair. No. I wonder what would have happened. I wonder if the sex would have would be as great as his looks. I guess I will never know and I'm not willing to risk my marriage. Good
0: for Good. you. Good. Good. Good for you. Choice. Do not, no. First of all, this man was trying to make you have an affair. Exactly. That just tells what kind of fucking guy he is. Yeah. No, that's a shitty fucking guy. Yeah. Shitty guy. Shitty guy. Second of all, just because it was one way in your dreams, and maybe because he's attracted, does not mean he's going to be good in bed. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, Mm -hmm. girl. (laughs) Let me tell you. No, 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 no. Don't, so don't don't no. go with that. No, I'm glad that you didn't um, move forward with it and everything like that, you know. Of course, obviously, by this message, it seems like, you know, she lacks something in her marriage, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel that's when you have to communicate with your partner. Mm-hmm and 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 be honest and everything like that of course don't to, don't mention about the dreams or anything but just be honest about like you know what you like the attention from that guy right but don't say that right mm-hmm. but say maybe like you know i i want more attention like i need certain things you know like i feel like this is lacking with us you know mm-hmm. yeah i mean she al- you already said that you're married to an amazing man yeah exactly so it seems like this guy is most probably willing to do anything to make you happy, you know. Mm-hmm.
1: So you just gotta talk to him and tell him, like, hey, like, you know, I
0: kind of miss getting some attention, yeah. you know, and and, and or I want to spice shit up. You like, want to spice it? You gotta spice it up. Or maybe you take the initiative and, you know, you surprise know. him a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just saying, like, spice it up yourself. Take the spice initiative. <laughs> um, But I'm so glad that you did not fall into that because. Like you said, you had an amazing man. Mm-hmm. You have a whole ass family. Mm-hmm. Like it wouldn't be fair to your family or yeah. your husband. So. And I
1: feel like sometimes we get so caught up in the mundane, what if? the what if, and we get so caught up in the mundane that you know you start to f- kind of feel like bored, and you want, yeah. you know, you kind of want spice something up, you know, and so you think about like what you start thinking about all those what ifs. Or oh, whatever. is the grass
0: greener on the other side? No, yeah. bitch. We live in that. The culture- grass is greener where you water it. Exactly. <laughs> say that one more time <laughs> the grass is greener where you water it exactly not on the
1: other side yeah so nurture your relationship yes. like you have someone good at home
0: yeah. like not you, if they were shitty but sorry. yeah they were shitty
1: but you said that this man was amazing that you're married to him you got you kids. Have, like, kids like you got to nurture that and talk to him and um you know it's, it you got if you want to spice it up cuz some people get so mundane you start to you, you start getting caught up in the mundane or whatever mm-hmm. and then you start to become a little ungrateful for what you have yeah, you know exactly. you lo- you lose sight oh, of the good yeah. because then like let's say you would have had an affair and then it ends up being a totally shitty situation
0: <laughs> which most likely it would honestly it would be, <laughs> yeah
1: and then you're going to be like fuck i regret it and i yeah, fucking ruined like it a great a thing it. you know
0: Exactly, and I'm now it's eso, eso <laughs> in yeah. And then, además de eso, you're hurting a great person that, how she said, was an amazing man to her. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not fair. Mm-hmm. And her kids, no, 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 no. I'm so happy you didn't go through with it. Yeah, just just know it ain't greener on the other side, okay? Mm-hmm.
1: Focus on you your You just gotta nurture that
0: spice shit up, Take spice it, it shit up. up. Yeah,
1: all right. Oh, I just realized I've been fucking reading all of these myself so let me just hand it over
0: <laughs> I'm over here like yay um
1: big where it says big fan
0: big fan uh big fan of the podcast so this is not a cheese mitt, but a question for Edith would you could ever consider going on a date with a woman asking for a friend <laughs> 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 why is it right now that I look like a man <laughs> Look like a fucking deal. She looks like a deal right now. And you're asking. I'm not telling you. Know? <laughs> it's, it's not saying, would you date a woman? It's just saying, would you go on a date? Would, you, would I go on a date? Would you go on a date? But I feel you know? like, keep in mind, when it comes to dating with me, I date for marriage. That's my whole purpose, you know? Okay. I don't date just to fuck around. Mm-hmm. That's not me anymore. So. Uh, <laughs> Hello, you look like a <laughs> man right no, now. No, let me tell you. <laughs> um, I, I can't even take myself seriously. <laughs> i mean, <I'm> <laughs> I honestly wouldn't date a woman just because that's not my preference. You know, mm-hmm. that's not like, of course, like I, said, I talked about sexuality sex spectrum and everything like that. But when I see myself, it's like with a man in a marriage, <laughs> heterosexual. Relationship, I don't know how to put it, but I'm flattered, bro. I'm flattered when women like compliment me and when women like me. Dude, <laughs> you got a, big... I Dude, mean, you got a fucking big ass right now. <laughs> when women compliment. Me. <laughs> I'm really flattered, honestly. Like it, it like. Mm, can you? you know, I just, I just, I can just imagine you, you. You're basically in lamest terms saying, "I love dick." I love dick. Yes, <laughs> I love dick too much. I don't know if I can switch. I don't know if I can switch. <laughs> Not saying that I haven't, but I'm saying that I don't know if I can do it permanently. <laughs> <laughs> i myself. Like, like, I love dick so much it looks like that <laughs> i love dick <laughs> hey <laughs> love comes in all shapes and sizes oh my god i'm <laughs> fucking crying right now but yeah i like i said i do for marriage and i kind of um, you see just myself. see yourself with the man yeah okay <laughs> but i'm flattered
1: oh okay
0: Alrighty. I love how you. I literally read that looking like this. Yeah,
1: for real. You look like. Look, you look like fucking Paul Bunyan over there. I right, do, bro.
0: <laughs> love you. I'm going to chop some wood right now.
1: What kind of wood are you chopping up on? Hey.
0: <laughs> Any wa- wood you want, little mama? Yeah. <laughs> you look like this, all good. oh, God. Oh, God
1: oh my god I'm
0: fucking sweating under this it's do we got time for one more yeah okay uh, it's going to my nose okay
1: I'm itchy alright I'm 23 23- oh oh yeah let your friend know what she said
0: <laughs> I love how you're like yeah let your friend know <laughs> send her this the, this portion of the video yeah. I mean, look at <laughs> like this. Tag her. Time stamp pen, tag her.
1: It's
0: like, <laughs> damn. You're just, you're just okay,
1: you like- have, just see, you just you know the big ass bigoton over there? I love dick. <laughs> oh, bro. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, my God. That was funny. All right. <coughs> I'm 23, female. And proudly have a degree. Aw, shout out to you. Congrats. Yes. And about to finish that my master's. Oh Clap <laughs> for you. Props. Props. I jump started my career. Dang, she's about to finish her master's at 23. Fuck. Shout out to you for real. Yeah, that means she's been going hard at school, bro. Dude, shout out to you. I want to be you yeah. when I grow
0: up. Me too. But we're like this. I
1: know, but we're like this. At 27.
0: At t- 28.
1: <laughs> You're 28. <laughs> oh, so sad. I look like a fucking Theo over here. <laughs> All right. I jump started my career in the government straight oh. from college. Oh, check you out. Girl. I just started my career in the government straight from college, and I'm still figuring things out. But it feels nice to not feel like I have to survive anymore. Well, girl, <laughs> I don't know what that is it feels good not to survive yeah, anymore
0: yeah it
1: does but my friends and family keep bugging me to start dating uh, oh no
0: you're 23 you're so young
1: honestly mm focus on yourself yeah um to be honest that just scares me because i have a lot of baggage oh yeah girl My dad was never part of my life and when I wanted him to be, he told me what a disappointment I was and and was upset I chose to go to college rather than just work.
0: What the fuck? Wait, I've never heard that. I feel like more parents are disappointed. Like you don't go to college. Yeah, that's crazy. What makes it worse is I
1: don't actually know who my real dad is. But I never got mad at my mom for telling me. She busted her ass to be there for me, mm. and neither neither man wanted to step up, so I never cared. But I will say I can't shake off the question of why I couldn't be good enough to have a dad to have had a dad that wanted to love me and be proud. Aside from that, I'm coping with a lot of self-confidence issues and mental health it's been this way for years but i'm doing better now that i've cut ties with my dad and his family i think i'm ready to start dating but to be honest i don't know where to start or do any advice also saludos from chicago saludos damn you got family out there too huh yeah
0: i do that's crazy shout out chicago Um, first of all Big props of how far you come at such a yeah. young age. Honestly, I'm so proud of yeah, you. I am proud of you. Like I don't know who you are, proud but of I'm, you. I'm proud of you. Yes. And um, do you wanna talk a little bit about I don't know if you could relate with the dad. Yeah, honestly I'm just
1: gonna say it it, it, it takes a lot for someone to cut family off. I I I it takes I feel like it takes a lot because especially like someone who is supposed to be your father and they're supposed to be they're supposed to be the one person whose love you're not supposed to question, yeah. okay? Your rock. Yeah, and I and I've definitely been there. Like I grew up wondering for a very long time and even as an adult sometimes wondering why I was never good enough for my dad and why I never why I was never able to make him proud of me, you know, like and and that shit hurts. Mm-hmm. It hurts because like you're doing the best you can, and like honestly, girl, you I'm proud of you because you're about to finish yeah. your master's at 23, with a
0: government job, bro. with a
1: government job, and like honestly, like that your dad's missing out. It's yeah. not the other way around. It's his loss. Not it's yours, his baby loss, girl. not yours. Exactly. So it 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 I think. Honestly, your life can only go up from here because that was toxic family. Yeah. That was toxic family and you cutting them off, it's gonna set you free. And yeah. Ultimately, I think you just keep working on yourself and it's it you, you'll start to see it come out in your confidence yeah. and your self esteem and stuff.
0: But just know that at the end of the day it's nothing that you did that didn't cause him to not love you the way that you you wanted to be yeah. loved you get me that's a him issue yeah. it's not a you issue so it speaks you more on the him. entire fucking world and if he doesn't want to be part of your world, then bye bye you're better off without him unfortunately I agree unfortunately
1: I hundred percent agree and um keep doing what you're doing girl yeah. like work on yourself and w- is there anything you could say about the dating part?
0: Oh God, it's hard. It's hard. She doesn't
1: know what to do or where to start. Yeah, well, I don't either.
0: <laughs> me? I'm not. either i am i uh, am you can't ask me. <laughs> no, I'll go- honestly, I feel like you first. I the best thing to do is finish. Of course, once you finish your masters and stuff like that, because you don't want all no distractions. And I feel like you're on an accelerated educational path because mm-hmm. to be finished with your masters at 23, that means you have a workload on you, girl. Mm-hmm. Like I already know because it, yeah. So, um, I mean, you're more than welcome to, like... uh, She didn't mention if she had dated before, huh? No. Do you think this is, like, her first... I don't know. would be her first relationship? She didn't
1: really say... No, but she said that she's scared as fuck because... Sorry, let me pull it back up. She said, that shit scares me because I have a lot of baggage. So... I don't think she has dated too much. I mean she might have, but I don't think she's dated too much.
0: Yeah. So honestly she's
1: she's ready. She said I'm ready to start dating, but I don't know where to start or what to do. Any advice?
0: This is what I recommend, especially when you don't know exactly what you're looking for in a partner, like you're still kinda trying to figure it out. You know, if you wanna do dating apps, go for it. You know, if that's easier for you to kinda meet people or even at school or whatever say yes to the date you know don't don't say no like you know tampoco if they're creepers of course they know but like oh yeah absolutely <laughs> But like say yes to the date even if like maybe you don't want to go or something like that it's just so because it gives you experience to know like oh from this person i like this but i didn't like this you know mm-hmm. and you kind of go on like that and and you kind of set like the basically the standards of what you're actually looking for
1: you're, yeah you're gonna kind of sell like a yeah, foundation a right?
0: foundation because if you don't if you just go in it's like oh i want what well i would just want a relationship head on especially when you don't have a lot of experience based on her age i don't mm-hmm. think so and it's especially because she's ha- like dedicated herself a lot to education um i definitely think you have to set that foundation first before you say he- i literally want a relationship mm-hmm. and you never know girl because a la mejor you get lucky and you're like one of the lucky ones that ends up finding their love of their life like this, you know? So Me, on the east side? <laughs> I know, on the east <laughs> side. But not everybody does, but that's definitely what I recommend. You know, date around, you know. I'm not saying sleep around. Me. If you don't want to do that, go for it. But I'm just saying, like, you know, get to know people. See what you like and what you don't like. And that way you have that foundation. And then when you're ready to st- be in a very committed relationship, okay, I have my foundation, I have my standards, this is what I'm l- looking for. And that way you don't fucking lower your standards and end mm-hmm. up in some bullshit, so
1: i think that's really good advice yeah from the from the teal.
0: from the teal. <laughs> i can't take this seriously <laughs> okay. how am i gonna how are we supposed to snip this and have like really deep talks and shit like and that we look like, like this, this. yeah <laughs> no, no no okay
1: do you want to call it or do you want to do one more
0: I mean, I mean the, the people are saying one more. Okay. Look at one more, one more. Okay, okay, I get it. We, we have, have a live more. audience right now, guys. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Me and Delulu. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Around the same time I ended a toxic relationship is when I came across the podcast.
0: Oh, perfect hey, timing. perfect
1: timing because we talk hey, a lot hey. about toxicness. Yes. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> It's been a rough couple months, but you guys have helped me set more boundaries for myself and begin my healing journey. My heart. Much love all the way from Kansas. Kansas! <gasps> <out to> Kansas! <laughs> okay, I just gotta go back. I gotta do this for the potty. All right. We have, we literally had, okay, we had someone talk about, okay, I'm not, I don't know how far I'm going to go. Okay, we just have someone talk about oh from LA, New York, Indiana. Kansas. um, where's this one from?
0: Kansas.
1: Oh, I don't know where that one's from. <sighs> and Kansas, dude, we have friends from everywhere. Chicago. No, it's like, uh, there we go. Chicago, That's Kansas. Crazy. Dude, crazy. <sighs> But, anyways, um, girl, I am so proud of you. Like, yes, set those fucking boundaries and heal. Heal. And you will attract. i can't take take you you serious what did you say i
0: look like bob (laughs) bob ross Ross, (laughs) somebody get the fucking paint for a (laughs) fucking (laughs) injury maybe i'll be bob ross with this camera i mean with this with this camera with this fucking wig um but yeah i'm so proud of you so proud of you for setting Mm -hmm. like you know starting your healing journey and shit like that and i'm proud that you know that Somehow, you know, you came across us and we helped you out. And that that means a lot. I know. It does mean a lot.
1: I honestly, it, it, I feel very honored. Like, I feel very honored to
0: have. Fucking looking like tios. Dude, this
1: this person's going to read our fucking thing and be like wow that's 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 the podcast that that helped me and she's gonna start fucking
0: rethinking her life choices is this really nah because imagine she's like hold it i have a great podcast that helps me and she starts writing them and it's like oh shit oh never mind i take that back she's gonna start rethinking all her life choices they look ridiculous yeah
1: but uh, honestly, I, we feel honored yeah. to have been able to be a part of your healing journey and yeah.
0: cuz at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we only talk about from about coming from our own experience and shit mm-hmm. like that. So I'm glad that our experiences have helped other people, you know.
1: Yeah. And I know that was one of the reasons why we, you know, we wanted even to wanted to this. start this podcast is like on did I know, like did I really think I was going to be able to help somebody? I don't know. But I know I wanted to, you know, and and it feels really good to like know that like our stories have somehow helped somebody, you know,
0: even sparked a thought or something like that. Yeah, or
1: how our experiences and we've even like you know motivated people to some way set
0: boundaries. That's important.
1: Yeah. Anyways, and I'm glad you got out of a toxic relationship. Yeah.
0: 2024, we're becoming better, mm-hmm. better than ever. Yeah,
1: hey, one thing I want to bring up I don't know why I just thought about this, but there was like zero, zero acknowledgement to our 50th Damn, episode. We're
0: so mad, we're <laughs> so
1: bad, but we're honestly, so bad. we
0: had so much going I on. I said mad, I meant bad. Yeah, I don't know why I said mad
1: so mad uh, yeah. but we're so bad but yeah i don't know i also want to just say i'm very proud of I'm us proud of us for we commitment. made it to
0: 50 episodes girl damn Dude, those 50 we've, c- since january we've been putting out an episode every single fucking week without a fucking
1: miss without a miss we missed one first friday
0: but those are your bonus episodes.
1: but those are bonus episodes
0: so. yeah but damn I don't know. Uh, the commitment. The commitment. It's longer than my longest relationship. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <what it> <laughs> but I want to our lives falling apart,
1: but we stay consistent. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but we stayed consistent. But I love it because yeah. you know it, it offers us an area of where to like talk shit out or like me even kinda of, like zone out from whatever bullshit we're going through and shit like mm-hmm. that or and, think about it more yeah or look ridiculous <laughs> look ridiculous you know what i before i feel like me before and i've come a long way <laughs> <laughs> i love how like, your mustache moves <laughs> I come a long way right because before i was like oh i don't like taking like pictures or angles that didn't like you know flatter you flatter me and now mírame <laughs> i've come a long way now i'm like me vale don't get, don't get me wrong. I still love how I look and everything. But, like, now I'm just like, eh, whatever. You just
1: care a little less. Yeah, and
0: I know how to, like, have fun and, mm-hmm. like, laugh at myself. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. I that th- is very
1: important. To laugh like, at yourself. To not take yourself too seriously. Yeah,
0: bro.
1: Girl. You Girl, know, what? shout-out to us, too, because I feel like there's so many. Oh, my God. I have hair in my mouth.
0: I do know. I'm going to take this off. It's going to be a hair bomb. I know. <laughs> I'm
1: um... Shout out to us, too, because I feel like there's so many people nowadays where they can't even put content out unless it's aesthetically pleasing. Like, there's people who literally, like, everything about them has to be aesthetically pleasing. And they won't put something out if it is perfect. It has to be perfect, you know? And... I I love that we're comfortable enough in our own bodies and our own selves so like that we can look like this on camera yeah, and, and, and put it out like, on the internet where it's gonna yeah, be forever.
0: Exactly. And me being single, looking for love like this. <laughs> no, there's gonna be one guy out there. There is gonna I already know <laughs> that, that my future man's gonna appreciate the fact that I could have fun, that I could laugh at myself, yeah, and that exactly. I could be multiple people exactly yeah
1: and that you don't take yourself so seriously where you do you know how many people would not be caught dead in that fucking
0: mustache oh, right now i know i know i could go through my instagram and interview you all the peoples <laughs> right now what? and that used to be me i'm not gonna lie mm-hmm. that used to be me but ahora i don't know it's just it makes life fun it does like
1: i when val came home and i opened up the garage door and i was like <laughs> 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 literally looking at me like i'm fucking crazy <laughs> He's like, Why are you hairy? <laughs> but he still kissed me.
0: <laughs> um I don't know, but a good think... time. <laughs> I think that's that it's part of like, you know, life and I feel like it's big big part about enjoying life. It's you're like Omotis is not taking yourself so seriously and having fun with yourself. Like mm-hmm you know all everything social media i feel like it, it reflects a lot of like or it wants to present itself as perfection and shit like that and when in it, yeah. reality it's not it's not and life is not that's perfect. another thing we want to perceive to you like bro we're not gonna be we're not perfect we're not <laughs> and you guys will are seeing that you know like we are always gonna give you guys we're real real yeah we're always gonna there give you go. guys
1: real honest raw shit shit that's <laughs> like real Our, honest raw. You gonna get go every angle, even even the one where you see my ten chins.
0: Uh, yes, bro. Some angles, bro. <laughs> Some
1: angles are not it.
0: Okay. And we could be like perfectionists and be like, no, we gotta refilm this so we can look perfect. Nah, yeah, be like, like, you know what? Nah, they already know us. They already know whatever angle we put. Mm-hmm. So. We're not trying to be
1: aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. All the fuck. Like, don't get me wrong. Like. You know, sometimes we are perfectionists in yeah. some places. That's what like, my
0: Instagram is. You'll never, you don't see nothing like that on my posts. You know, It's <laughs> steady. Um. But at the end of the day, it's just like a part. It's not my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: and life doesn't have to be so yeah. serious all the fucking time. Because like we we've been having some real talk sometimes, but it's like, you know, we can also
0: look like this. <laughs> <laughs> I got literally a pet on my face. Yeah, I'm just combing your beard. This is one of the few times I could say that I'm doing that. I'm combing your beard.
1: Hold on, let me touch your mustache. Oh, it's so soft.
0: <laughs> yeah, thank you. I put um, beard oil on it. Did you? <laughs> no, just kidding. No, bitch. <laughs> it's. Run. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's <laughs> You're having too much fun with this facial hair. I know. Um, Props it's to the guys oh. that have big ass mustaches and big mm-hmm. ass beards because I cannot fucking do this. I have so many hairs in my mouth right now, and my face is sweating. And How do you <laughs> have this on all the time. Props to you guys, <laughs> cause never be me. Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. All, all right, los dejamos. We will see you
0: guys next episode. Next episode Tune in to see what 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 costume we went yeah. with that you guys decided. So yeah. All right. All right. Follow us on um, Instagram, threads, um, TikTok, at La Lucha's Real Podcast. Make sure if you're listening to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, make sure to hit a follow. And rate us five stars.
1: And if it's not five stars. Then you're talking to Chi-Chin Chong. chi Chong. Ching Chong. Oh. Uh you gonna I don't know hit the, the song d- goes I don't know either. Uh you gonna hit the DMs if yes. it's not five stars? We'll have a discussion. Yes, with my mustache. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you're on YouTube, follow
0: or subscribe. Yeah. Comment, like, and subscribe. It helps us a lot. It does help us a lot. Um, um what else? And I think that's it. I think that's this it. This is itchy, bro. Yeah, I
1: know me too. All right, <laughs> que dios los bendiga. Besitos. Besitos. Adiós. <laughs>